Hello, and welcome back to the BTI Science Bomb, the official podcast of the Boyce Thompson Institute, an independent research institute where we do research in support of the environment, agriculture, and human health. My name is Serena Stern, BTI's first ever PGRP science communications intern, and I am your guest host today on my last day of work at BTI. You may remember hearing an episode of this podcast at the beginning of the summer, where Keith Hannon interviewed four new interns about their excitement for their upcoming research experience. It's now been seven weeks since then, and I'm on the other end of the mic, interviewing three of my fellow interns from the 2018 PGRP Internship Alumni Class, which is kindly supported by NSF, USDA, Tompkins Charitable Gift Fund, Legacy Foundation of Tompkins County, and the Ithaca Garden Club. We are joined by some familiar names, Emmanuel Gonzalez, Celine Manigbas, and Marizano Cologne. Thanks for being here, everyone. Thank you. Why don't you guys start by reminding folks where you're from and what you study at school? So I'm Emmanuel, and uh, I go to Pacific Lutheran University, where I study uh, biology with a minor in chemistry. Hello, I'm from Chicago. And I go to school in Duke University, and I study biology and economics. Hi, this is Celine. I go to the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. I am a computer science major with a, with a minor in biology and a concentration in bioinformatics. All right, so you guys all just finished up your summer of research yesterday, which was capped off with a student summer symposium where you presented your work. And I'm going to put you guys on the spot a little. You should have practiced a tiny little elevator speech, if you will, just about your research really vaguely, what you did and why it matters. So why don't you guys tell our listeners a little bit about your research and its implications? So this summer I worked on uh, trying to identify um, essentially intergression lines, which is another name for uh, lines that have chromosomal segments from ancestral um, wild relatives. And I was trying to find uh, cold tolerance uh, in those lines. So throughout these 10 weeks, I have just been conducting multiple different types of assays to determine uh, the concentration of certain molecules and that eventually led to finding three lines that were of interest and that's only of interest so there's still a lot of work to be done after that so hello 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 keith we're gonna start from right after these seconds So why don't you guys all start by reminding folks where you're from and what you study at school. So my name is Emmanuel, and I attend Pacific Lutheran University, um, and I study biology uh, with a minor in chemistry. Hello, my name is Marzano Colon, and I'm from Duke University, and at Duke I study biology and economics. Hi, this is Celine. I go to the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. I have a major in computer science with a concentration in bioinformatics and a minor in biology. That's great. Now, you all just finished up your summer of research yesterday, which was capped off with a summer student symposium where you presented your work. 
I'm going to put you guys on the spot for a minute here. You should have practiced a kind of a short elevator pitch of your research a lot yesterday. So why don't you tell our listeners just a short bit about your research and why it matters so that we can understand what you were doing here this summer. So this summer, I studied um, a population of integration lines coming from uh, a wild and tomato ancestor called uh, Solanum-like persicoides. And these integration lines have uh, small chromosomal segments that may be conferring some type of phenotype. In my case, I was looking for cold tolerance. Um, and throughout my 10 weeks here, I conducted many different experiments to try to find uh, those lines. And eventually I found three uh, lines of interest and much more ha has to be done to confirm that. But that's essentially a short elevator talk of that. And so the organisms in which I studied are kind of unknown. And so I have to give a little bit of background first. And so bryophytes are mosses, liverworts, and hornworts, and they often, form some, uh, they often form symbioses with bacteria. And so these bacteria live in some of the bryophytes. And so that's essentially what I studied or carried experiments out on this summer. That's great, Marzano. How about you, Celine? So I worked with the milkweed genome. It was recently sequenced here in Dander Lab, and I worked on annotating the genome to make a um, high-quality genomic data for the community. And I also worked with comparatively analyzing against five other species in order to find um, gene family expansion because milkweeds are unique in the fact that they produce cardenolides, which is a toxin. And so I was looking for um, gene families that are related to the biosynthesis of cardenolides. Thanks, guys. I know our listeners might be wondering right now what the heck all of that means, but I can promise you that having seen these presenters and posters created by these interns, that this research is really impactful and the future is looking bright with people like this doing the research behind the scenes. So if you have any more questions about the type of research that was done this summer or why it matters, you can come to BTI's website and learn a lot more about the program. All right, guys, why don't we talk about the symposium itself for a minute? Because it was really a pretty big deal to do a whole summer of research and have it lead up to one day when you're expected to just <laughs> accumulate all this knowledge in one perfect presentation or one perfect poster. So how did you feel leading up to it? And what were the hardest or best things that came out of it for you guys? So as you mentioned, it was kind of uh, really difficult. I think the most difficult part for me was being able to take all of that stuff, all of the data, all of the background, and be able to condense that into a 12-minute presentation that not only uh, gave background, but also enough background to be able to sh and show people uh, the importance of the work and, and why and how it could be applied to certain agricultural problems and things like that. But through it, I gained not only better communication skills, but also uh, being able to uh, analyze things uh, critically that leading up to that uh, symposium, and also being able to feel confident about yourself and your research and, and explaining it to people who may not be interested in it or may not understand it, so. That's great, Emmanuel. Yeah. What um, about you, Marizano? So for me, the most difficult thing was essentially kind of educating. So it had to do with the condensing. And so for me, um, I had to kind of educate the audience 
on all the organisms I was working with, and with the and the connection between them. So then having to do that clearly, logically, and concisely, while also showing them how, what the research I did in a time-constrained matter, that was uh, probably the most difficult thing for me. And I tried to speak clearly and kind of really just emphasis that everybody in the room could understand what I was saying. That was difficult. Sounds like science communication to me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Celine? Uh, unlike these two, I had a poster, so it wasn't like I had to present to everyone for 15 minutes. It was more like trying to reel people in and get them interested in like the first couple sentences that I had about my research. And I think the hardest part for me was that there was a lot of a lot of little details in terms of like the programs and like the algorithms I had to use for um, annotating the genome. And so a lot of people aren't interested in that. They're more interested in the big picture. And I feel mm -hmm. like the hardest part was like talking about the big picture, but not really talking about the little the little things I really personally had to do because not many people really care about that part. They just want to know about the results. It's true. Now you know the life of a researcher is having to condense all your science into something that you don't even know what it, you can't even recognize it anymore. So it's really important that you guys are learning that early so that as you get into academics, if that's the angle you want to take and do research for Lyle Moore in your careers, you can expect that this is more more to come. That's great. How about we talk about how maybe your mentors might have helped you guys prepare for that that part of this summer? It seems like it's important as a mentor, especially if you're making a poster for the first time. There's a lot of nitty-gritty details about how to produce one that'll look good and, and communicate effectively. How did your relationship with your mentors evolve over this summer? And you can be honest. <laughs> maybe don't name names if we're... <laughs> Well, uh, I had a mostly professional but warm relationship with my mentor. And, um, w well, in the process of actually doing science, um, my mentor and everybody in the lab was uh, especially helpful. And particularly about this presentation was that, well, she's been in the game a lot longer than me. And so um, when I would struggle with making like I said earlier, conveying it in a concise way, she would do it so easily. And so just having her there to kind of bounce ideas off of and saying, hey, how do I condense this 30-second thing into five seconds? So that's, I think, their experience and their expertise really makes them very powerful tools mm -hmm. for, for me in this internship. How about you, Celine? I feel like since we talked last, I feel like my relationship with my mentor has... um greatly increased in the way that I feel more comfortable with her and um, that she's helped me so much along the way with my research and it's not like it was like um, a good balance between um, me seeking her out and being able to process things on my own but her also guiding me along the way mm -hmm. and um, a thing that happened a couple the past like two three weeks unfortunately she wasn't able to be here with mm -hmm. me but she still tried her hardest to maintain contact even though she was in like the cat skills like collecting <laughs> samples yeah she tried to still like make sure she was there for for me to answer all my questions but yeah it's been a good time and uh, she was really helpful with um feedback on my poster and making sure that all my figures and everything um portrayed exactly what i wanted it to mm -hmm. portray that's great it's good to hear how about you emmanuel so yeah, my uh, mentor and I really got along. We spent a lot of time um, 
not only planning uh, my experiment, but also uh, troubleshooting, because there was a lot of troubleshooting. <laughs> um, and towards the end, putting together my presentation, he was really helpful because once you start dealing with the whole population, uh, graphs get really ugly. Uh, so being able to express all of that information in a very short and um, you know eye-catching way, um, he definitely helped me out with that. And I think uh, I would not have been able to do it by myself uh, just because they have so much experience with, you know, presentations and, and what catches people's intentions and what to focus on that having someone like that to be able to help me out give me feedback is is definitely uh great was great that's great it sounds like all you guys might have made a connection with a researcher that could last really past this summer and help you guys um, inform your future career goals maybe you could reach out to someone you met at bti here to kind of give you some advice sometime in your life how about we think a little bit more big picture about your summer here and something you maybe learned that you weren't expecting to learn while you were here or something that you feel like you'll really take away from this experience. How about you, Celine? I think I learned a lot about myself professionally and personally and um, how I, th I think I learned a lot about research in the field that I want to do because this is one of my first big experiences doing research in the field of bioinformatics. And I learned a lot about what I enjoyed and what I didn't particularly enjoy, but ultimately in the end, what I enjoyed outweighs what I didn't enjoy. And I think that was um, really helpful for my future career choices and my future plans for grad school and like all that type of thing. That seems to be the way a lot of people feel about their work. So I think that that's normal and you've learned something good for the future. I like it. How about you, Emmanuel? So I think I definitely, like Celine said, um, it was mostly figuring out what you're interested in. Um, so I figured the specific fields that I would be interested in uh, and the focuses uh, within those fields, uh, as well as learning that you're, there's going to be a lot of problem solving with any uh, experiments that you do, any research. Uh, a lot of it is getting familiar with things that other people have done and trying to, uh, you know, modify it to what you're doing. Um, so I think a lot of problem-solving skills uh, were gained here, and it's definitely invaluable skills that will carry on throughout my career in school and further. That's great to hear. How about you, Marzano? So um, one of the most surprising things that I learned uh, this summer about scientific research was that it involves a lot of creativity in terms of a bunch of different assays, and so investigative measures and techniques that you can use and they can all be changed or tweaked. And then it's and also um, that if you want to do one of those techniques to find something out, you also have to read about it in the literature. And then also one of the things, because this was my first time doing research, um, finding out that there was a lot of data manipulation. And so I ended up learning, I didn't expect to, but doing a little bit of CS or mm -hmm. computer science. Mm -hmm. and, and so kind of... I ended up doing a little bit of everything, um, and that's I, I didn't expect that. But again, I didn't really know what to expect. So I'm go. I'm glad I learned a lot of things. That's great. You learned the life of a researcher. That's awesome. And finally, why don't we take the bigger picture about your beautiful new new pseudo home in Ithaca? And one thing you might miss about Cornell BTI living in this beautiful town for the summer. Let's start with you, Celine. 
Um, I think it goes a be- beautiful place to be here in the summer, especially with all of the, the nature and gorges to visit. And I think I'm really gonna miss that. And um, I think I've really been um, integrated into the Cornell community, and I'm gonna miss all of the like friends I made here and all of the connections I made here. And um, Cornell's a great campus to be on. Even in the summer, there's so much you could do, and there's still so many people here doing things that they enjoy and are passionate about. It's great to hear. How about you, Marzano? About the Ithaca community? Mm-hmm. Or anything about Ithaca that you feel like you'll miss from this experience? Well, um, in terms of Ithaca, I think... Uh, it's okay. We can cut this part out. So yeah. You can just think. We can also... Emmanuel can go first. It also doesn't have to be Ithaca. You could just say, like, you liked walking the gorge oh, or, like, coming s- to work in the beautiful... Like, anything. I was going to say, well... Um, How about I'm- you, Marzano? I'm going to miss kind of my peers and being around like-minded peers. I'd also want to go enjoy Ithaca and enjoy the things that Celine just spoke of. And yeah, it's a very beautiful place in the summer. I can't say anything about how the winter is. But yeah, I, I can most definitely say that. I will miss Ithaca. And there's a lot of things to do, like the restaurants and the nature. I'm, I'm not going to repeat what Celine said, but yeah. It's good to hear you can corroborate those yes. good same positive feelings anything new to add Emmanuel? no i think uh, just the same what celine said i uh, enjoyed i enjoyed a lot of the nature around here uh, specifically the trails uh, in the arboretum and things like that so those are definitely going to be missed as well as all the beautiful waterfalls around here uh, and all the wildflowers that i was able to see here that we don't get in the pacific northwest <laughs> so all of those things I, I think for me Uh, are my interest and uh, further than that is also the people that I was able to uh, work with here at BTI Um, all the people in my lab and people in other labs that I got to work with and collaborate throughout my project um, definitely will be missed well you heard it here folks from some of our 2018 PGRP interns thank you again to our guests and we hope you guys have a safe trip home and we wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors please stay in touch with the institute we'd love to hear how you're doing bti is grateful to have support for the pgrp program from nsf usda the tompkins charitable gift fund the legacy foundation of tompkins county and the ithaca garden club remember that you can listen to the bti science bomb on itunes google play and soundcloud Thank you for joining us. I'm Serena Stern, and this has been the BTI Science Bomb.